Hey, this is Russ Payton. Uh, this is an older episode of RPP or After Hours, our Patreon bonus podcast. We've been creating some great stuff on After Hours, so I wanted to give you all a sample from our archives. Uh, every month, I'll be posting an older episode here on the main RPPR feed. Uh, but if you want to access uh, all of After Hours, including our newest episodes, it only takes $2 a month to receive After Hours, uh, RPPR Illustrated, and access to our Discord. Uh, so I've started a weekly live stream on our discord where we, the RPPR cast and I watch weird videos and hang out and answer your questions and chat with y'all. So, uh, check it out and anyways, enjoy the show and, uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> Uh, hey, this is Ross Bain with Roleplaying Public Radio. This is RBBR After Hours. Uh, this episode is called Acute Poniosis of the Liver. Uh, and oh, Jesus. We don't actually have it. It has nothing to do with the liver, uh, but it was a good pun. So uh, yeah, we, we do like puns here. We do like puns. Um, so in this episode, we're going to be reviewing four things, uh, four, four separate books. We'll get those in a second. But we're also going to be talking about a horrifying sub, <laughs> subculture that we uh, I learned recently about on the internet. It's been around for a couple of years, actually. Uh, and this is, is Somehow we've been spared it this uh, long. Yeah, we've been sorry, just ignoring the problem. It at least goes back to 2012, if not to 2007. I think there are some references to it. Yeah, yeah this is people who self-hypnotize uh, they listen to self-hypnosis tapes to make themselves think that they're ponies, like from My Little Pony. Uh, and there, there's a, there's a Patreon for one. There's 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 audio files you can listen to. It's like what? Yeah, just uh, Sean. Sean, do you want to describe uh, what a segment of this would sound uh, like? Yeah, I actually I did some research uh, because I, you know, just that intense self-loathing kicks. It's in. a te- well, it's a terrible thing on the yeah. internet, so you have to well, right yeah. dive right into it. So yeah, I just. That's in. an option. I, w- I went from like my old, my old roots, checked out a bunch of the forums. They were really fucked up. There's this whole Tulpa connection as well for making your own imaginary pony friend. That's been around for a while. But no, <laughs> no, no. I, fi- okay. I finally tracked down one of these videos and I just I hit play and I'm like, oh, this is going to be horrible. Okay. Oh, there's and, visuals too. Oh, there's visuals with some of them. But I went to an audio only first. Yeah, okay. Nothing. Um, because I just can, I knew I couldn't handle the whole thing without like getting pissed off. So yeah, which oh well. So uh, this this nasal voice kicks in to try and do this ASMR esque thing, and it is just it is a it is a crit fail of a, an attempt to record, and uh, then like the the stereotypical wavering you know hypno pulse. Sound effect kicks in with a whoa, whoa, whoa. So it's not even trance music. You are music. a pony. So and they don't even have trance music over it, well, just no. that pulse? Then they skip into... It's more Anya-ish from what I, I understand. Gonna, oh. I was thinking more of a John Teshi sort of okay. new, new agey mm-hmm. sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, very hard music from the hearts of... Pony wave. Terrible space. Yeah. Yes. Pony wave? Yeah, pony. No, no. Pony wave. It doesn't deserve a wave. <laughs> it's not even a wave. It's just new age. Okay. It kicks into that. No, it's a low the, tide. The sounds of crashing, yeah. of cra- crashing waves and... <laughs> this guy going th- going through his nasal tone and trying to describe how you feel the wind against your face and you are slowly feeling yourself need feel the need to be on all four. It's something like that. It's just it slowly describes your feet are now whose. Yeah, I, you are growing wings. And then there's like a forum post afterwards going, you know, it's been a week and I can still feel the wings on my back. And I'm just like, 
Oh God! <laughs> yeah, I, I, I went I went deep on this one. All right. So uh, I think it goes without. <clears throat> well, it should go without saying, but clearly these people aren't going to stop. So there's no point saying don't do that. But <laughs> at RPPR, we could at least maybe encourage them to do to take this energy this this idea that they have and maybe channel it to a more productive more uh healthy form of hypnosis uh, self-hypnosis so oh, yeah. uh now tom uh, oh god no i god going from that like, i'm not i'm not going to be helping the situation i promise you i'm not well yeah. at least variety could be good yeah it, or at least make it amusing for other people okay like, okay fair that i maybe and, i can do yeah. and for any of the people who actually subscribe to this and might somehow be listening to our podcast maybe this eases them in a little bit more maybe you should maybe not do that uh, <laughs> I I'm, I'm not gonna judge. i know you're not i know you're not gonna listen to that but if not maybe tom what what how should they uh, maybe hypnotize themselves instead? Well, uh, it's got to serve my interests, of course. <laughs> okay. Naturally, because it's but all... But what a- are your interests? Well, I don't know if our listeners know this. Um, <laughs> I am a furry. Uh-huh. What? I know. I've, I don't think I've ever said that except countless times over the past <laughs> 10 years. And every indication of every character you've ever played, ever, 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 forever, ever, ever. No, not all characters. Okay. No, there no. are times when we don't let him play for it. Yeah. <laughs> and those times I cry a little inside. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you have to be a human in this one. Fuck! Like, damn it! Uh, <laughs> like, fuck you, Ross. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I think there's, like, come on, there's room for a wolf person in this Call of Cthulhu game, right? <laughs> yeah, he's the bad guy. He's the antagonist. <laughs> like, that's me, right? No. No. Damn it! <laughs> no, okay. There's a so. one person at the meeting site. Yeah. Boom. Our, yeah, no, unless it was a sailor uh, a sailor moon werewolf, no. Okay. That that I would always allow. Okay, well. A werewolf you. who has a sailor moon transformation sequence. Oh, okay, okay. yeah. So. yeah. I, can, I don't know if I could I do, do that. that. Exactly. <laughs> See, that's the compromise. <laughs> Fuck you, Peyton. Honestly, it's, it's like a fucking I'm, monkey paw but, Okay, so if you're knowing what kind of... Anyways. Okay, what yeah. kind of hypnosis thing I would do? Yeah. What should they self-hypnotize? Because they want well, to. Well, obviously, obviously, I must create more furries because that's I, that's you know when you join when you join that's you sign a blood oath that you have to yeah, convert a secret as many furry as, agenda. Yeah. Yes, of course. It's uh, stay tuned in 2018. Just saying. <laughs> okay. Just saying. All right. But I would do it to where they do, you know they have all the somewhat effed up interests in the fandom like I do. Yeah. But they're more interested in talking about it than doing it. Okay. So like in this case, uh like can I get vulgar? Uh, uh in not, modern, okay, in, not yeah. okay, yeah, come on. I I know yeah, that. Not not Okay, it's, it's, okay, of okay instead of I'm going to No no <laughs> fetishy thing. Well, anyways, but yeah, go okay, on. Okay, it's like I'm going to stick my giant horse cock in the blah like I just Okay. No, it's be like, <laughs> no, no, to me like, no, let's analyze how that would happen like, well, how big is it? Like, well, I think it should be sizable. I think <laughs> so, so you're talking like circumference and volume like No, yes, but but then discussing <laughs> is, there the, is there a chart to roll that? But then the oh. then the discussing of the physics involved like, do oh. you think like don't you think that the would, anatomy, yeah. It's like don't you think that would create some kind of friction? Like, oh, I think yes it would, but <laughs> I think if I used, I think if I do this, perhaps some Kegel exercises, perhaps I could, I could arrange for, I could arrange for, I could arrange. So Tom, it's a, it's a, it's a theoretical YIF coalition as opposed to a, a, a practical YIF coalition. Yeah, well, yeah. So I'll, how would how would please give me a sample? Of, well, I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm regretting regret, it as I ask this. But uh, <laughs> what would a sample of that self hypnosis sound like? 
Oh Jesus! Just uh, give, just give me. Like, like, I think it would have to be the voice I was just doing. Okay, you the know, nasally like, voice. Yeah. No, not no, no. More. Uh, no, this would have to be the more. Uh, well, you're trying to hypnotize the person. Yeah, it's like it says, and it's like, and so you say you grasp your tool in your hand. <laughs> it's like does it int- is like it interests you. Exactly how long might it be, both in the regular imperial measurements and the standard metric? Like, do you go for the standard shape or something more exotic and alien? Both have their advantages and disadvantages, and you must consider all of them before yeah, what, you... Okay, so what kind of music... So I get the idea. So what kind of music is playing? I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking... Uh, Wrong side some... of the background. <laughs> no, that's not really conducive to... No, or, I, to, uh, no I, I think... Uh, to I, think I think some, like, classical... Like, okay. Uh, Moonlight Sonata would might be good. <laughs> or, um, yeah, Moonlight Sonata or, um, you know, uh, Four Seasons, maybe. Okay. Like, all these, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, All right. You know, something to, something, something to get the mind going. So it's, you, you're trying to make them more intellectual about their yes. oh, they'll, proclivities. I, I know, one second, I have to, I must reiterate, oh, they still do everything. <laughs> but it's just they're very thoughtful and in, 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 inquisitive about so it. So you're, tr- right. you're trying to make the Rhodes Scholar of furries. Of furry <laughs> porn. porn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you asked. Yeah, I told. No, that's, yeah. that's that's why I was getting clarification. I mean, yeah, I think it's better than actually think because you're you're also still you're you're still just looking at it from an abstract conceptual point of view. You're not actually th- per- re- yeah, okay, yeah, I'm tricking not, yourself into believing you yeah, have okay, wings. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not removing my own will and saying I am this thing. Yeah, you know, and I'm. I've always been. Yeah. Because especially, come on, if you do it too well, like, I have wings, time to use them! You're, Ooh, yeah. You're dead. Yeah, that's a safety hazard. Yeah. And I, I, I will never endanger... That's how they get you. I'll never endanger anybody. Yeah, well... I'll, I'm responsible. <laughs> Until 2018, trust okay. me. Just stay tuned for 2018. Uh, all right, so... Specifically, June 2018. <laughs> okay. June 16th, 2018, 0500 hours. <laughs> what, what time zone? Oh, is that... The, is that, that that's, that's too secret. Like, no, it's no, it's more uh, the satellite. No, it, no, it's impossible. Like, it's hard to tell the, you know, where, where the, exactly where the satellite's going to be at the time. Oh, you don't have the exact trajectory. No, it's uh, all right. I, I, I'll have some more information probably by November. <laughs> okay, where I can give you more uh, accurate. Well, we should. Uh, well, you have a book to review too. <laughs> Pro- probably Greenwich time. Yeah. Okay, Greenwich time. Yeah. yeah. Standard. Yeah. Zero zero. Uh, zero. Uh, so what 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 did you bring to review? Today? Ah, well, yeah. continuing. I uh, since I reviewed all. Th- uh, Speaking of dark forces, <laughs> yeah, all the all three of the other books I own, I decided to bring the last book I own for the old World of Darkness Street Fighter. Well, it's White Wolf. Storytellers just not. It's not canonically linked to World of Darkness. It's White Wolf. It's White. What Wolf. I meant yeah, yeah. is like it's yeah, old yeah. White Wolf. Yeah. Of uh, Street Fighter, and uh, this one is Secrets of Shadowloo. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think this is just the book where like, okay, we're going to take all the villain characters from Street Fighter Two Turbo <laughs> and stat them out. And then you can look at characters you're never ever supposed to beat. That's exactly what it is. You know, they they have you know like you know Vega, Sagat, and specifically M Bison. Yeah, it's like gaze upon these characters that you will never be as powerful as. Uh, I mean, they're like more powerful than elder vampires, aren't they? Yeah, uh, M Bison particularly. Yeah, he could probably take on a Methuselah <laughs> <laughs> uh... with his manipulation of seven. Wow, that's yeah. You could sound like. You should kill yourself. <laughs> like, good idea. 
Son. Well, to be fair, I mean, the way Raul Julia portrayed him in Street Fighter oh. the movie, I, that's a, that's except for what, except for in the book, he's portrayed as like seven foot six, you know, like with like you know biceps the size of a small country, and you know, like glowing glowing white eyes as the like this I am God. But you know, despite everything else, then that movie that went wrong, I felt that Raul Julia was projecting that. Okay, Aaron, I'll yeah. at least give it that. But Aaron, come on, we're we're talking about the RPG, not the no. movie. Two very different. See, things. the movie's a comedy, and the <laughs> RPG is mm-hmm. meant to be played seriously by people, which but, is yeah, really sad. But it's pretty. Which is t- why we brought it for comedy. But yeah, all it really is, it's going over the organization, which is it's one of those criminal organizations where you go, how the hell have they just not conquered the world yet? Ah. Uh. Very Illuminati esque. Oh, very Illuminati esque. Like they have alien technology. Aliens. <laughs> and that's how they kind of think that they say that M. Bison got his powers is like some either alien or eldritch artifact. Hmm. Yeah, that's not in the Street Fighter canon. I don't think. No, and uh, he was just incredibly. Oh, and he, he uses his psychic powers to create psychic uh, zombies. Yeah. You know that. You know he directly controls. So of course his minions are. Directly controlled by him and have no free will of their own. Oh, okay. That he somehow uses still to try to dominate the world through street fighting. Well, I mean... Yeah, actually, that's the thing. The tournament is like a big deal in his plans (laughs) that they never really explain how. (laughs) Uh, Minor overlook. Yeah, and of course, he gets... uh, He uh, he rules over the... It's it's technically the country of Shadaloo. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's kind of like um, oh, this country is called the mafia. Is it like Baron Unterbeit's <laughs> yeah, little it, corner it, of Canada? It's, it's basically like Baron Unterbeit's country. Yeah. Except you know he, the whole reason he did or Doctor Doom's Barovia or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's you know, it's kind of like it's almost like a city state type yeah. thing. Yeah. It's Latveria. Latveria. Sorry. Yeah. Which, which I'm sorry. Lee was a real. And uh, <laughs> and also yeah, you know, but really that's I mean this is a very thin book. Uh, I mean, not that the main... Are there any other villains more powerful than M. Bison, or is he... Oh, no. No. So he's he's the Cthulhu of the setting. He is. uh, He eats 1d6 Street Fighters per round. Yeah. Okay, Sagat Sagat as his second in command is only slightly less powerful. Uh Uh-huh. Still still with his burning desire of revenge for Ryu. Did they ever start out Ryu? Uh, I think in the main book. Yeah, he's in the main book. Yeah, all, okay. the, all the primary fighters, except for the villains here, are in the main book. Is uh, Rio, Does Rio Astadot have a chance against Sagat? Well, yeah, because he beat him in the the, the, you know, the main tournament. He beat him with like a Shorayuken punch that scarred his chest. Well, I know that's the canna, but like game mechanic-wise, you, would Rio have a chance against this super Sagat? Difficult to say. I'd say on paper, no. Okay. <laughs> Because uh, like, do they do they do that thing where like they stat out Ryu and all those other characters as playable? <laughs> Not uh, no no. Okay, it's more you. So it's more in using vampire terms. No no. Players are meant to be neonates. These guys are Ancilla. Okay, and then then uh, M Bison is God. Yeah, and M Bison is God. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, all I, when I was reading his stat for the first time, I kept looking at Guile's stats. Yeah, because I know like you know his. Guile's, Sonic Guile's d- ultimate desire for revenge is to avenge his friend who died at M. Bison's hands. And I keep looking at their stats like, dude, get a new hobby. You're never going to get revenge on him. <laughs> ever. 
Ever. Go, with that line of thinking, just go home and be a family man. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. <laughs> just do it. Yeah, forget the tournament. Go home. Like, hey, Have pe- a kid and make him your best friend. Yeah, people die sometimes, okay? <laughs> Until M. Bison eventually kills you. To be fair, you can to be fair though, quest. they didn't stat out Guile's theme music, which is a fucking weapon of that, mass destruction. Yeah, that might be, then again. That's but, actually an But event. then what's more yeah. powerful, Guile or his music? His music. There's no yeah, because it has an effect the, on everybody The music else. having an, an effect on your, that's an actual technique mm. power in the original book yeah oh, oh really yes guile's theme no no it's just oh. music the, theme music you, your theme will make you fight better. well they should say guile's theme if, yeah. you, if it, this plays while you do do something you do it yeah oh and of course i they, defi- i fight in bison you win you defeat oh, him. and of course uh they also in the back of the book they have he has a literal mountain fortress Need to put that as the theme song for this song, episode sorry uh mountain fortress yeah yeah and it's uh <laughs> it's like they say it's his palace even though it's like it's camouflage in a mountain but he's the head of a country, so he wouldn't need to do that. Also, it's where he keeps his artifacts, which we're not going to say if they're alien or, you know, mess- magical. Eh. I mean, to be fair, like, even if he was a leader of his own country, it's a good thing to camouflage your uh, palace slash bunker. Because that's a real but good again, place to get well, I kinda think, airstrike. But I yeah. more, why do you, like, why bother securing it? Yeah. You're God. Yeah. You, you could literally walk into the UN, demand the world, <laughs> and no one could stop you. But what if somebody busts into his place and steals his Clark's Law artifacts? Yeah. Or, 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 yeah. The, or the Wu-Tang Clan album he bought out of spite. <laughs> yes. If I, if I listen to that, it would just be playing Giles' theme over and over oh, again. Oh, I bet, I bet it uses a... It, I bet it samples Giles' theme. That's Giles' so theme and of it. Gary Glitter's yeah. Hey Song, and that's how you dominate the world. Yeah, yeah. the only thing is, yeah, that's his goal. Take over the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why, and again, looking at his stats, I wonder, then just do it. Yeah. You don't need a plan. Just go to the UN, like, I own the earth now. Like, let anyone who dispute my claim step forward. All right, they drop a bomb on you. Well, I Psychic it. power. He can teleport away or punch the... <laughs> teleport away or, like, or punch the idea of the bomb. <laughs> He's like, an exalted character. Yeah, essentially that's what he is. He's literally an exalted character. Wow. Oh, Before Exalted was a thing. With that um, short-sightedness of goals, I just want to see a redo of uh, Pinky in the Brain with uh, M. Bison and Sagat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not Sagat. Maybe Vega have... Uh, I think Vega. Yeah, yeah. Vega would just go... And I can't... And, oh, no, no. And by the way, yes, I don't know, M. Bison. What are we doing tonight? See, actually, that would fit the theme song, too. M. Bison and Vega. Yeah. M. Bison see? and Vega. Yeah. Right. I yeah. like it. Uh, it's like, yeah, like, you know, like one, like, one fights bulls, the other's a god. <laughs> <laughs> or no. Uh, it's like, one has uh, uh, psychic powers, the other has claws. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, God, it's writing itself. I know. I know. It's I know. Well, wow. actually, I'm, and I'm sorry, it's more Klaus. Klaus. Well, okay, oh, yeah. well, okay, well. Uh, yeah, okay. You know that, that, that comedy show we're quoting is actually gone now? I think they canceled it. Oh, that's been old. Oh, there's it's, copies of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I know. The, well, the clips are still on YouTube. Yeah, so. But anyways. The Graham Well, yeah, actually, or, uh, no, I'm no, sorry. No, I can't. Uh, Street Fighter Red Tape. Is what it was, but I sorry I can't now see Vega and not think that's how he sounds. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. <laughs> like uh, you want to fight with a weapon? It's like he's like Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like it's like, it gives me an advantage. Like I should think so. Fighting with three butcher knives attached to your hand. But yeah, yeah. kind of bring it back around. So my idea was just that maybe that's why they're failing every time is because they're just cartoonishly inept in spite of <laughs> being that powerful. Yeah, I, I mean, real life has a lot of examples of that. So, yeah, I totally no, it's, it, it, well, it's you know, it's mad. It's basically it's Cthulhu who also, for some reason, has an army. 
And he fucking loves tournaments. So is this and he fucking loves tournaments. So yeah. is this the same one who was in whatever street, horrible Street Fighter cartoon that was during the 90s who's sitting at with the portable television going, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. It's, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, this is, this is what, what's a copyright on that? Like 96, 97? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. This is this is er, this is prime nineties. Yeah. Oh god! Oh, this is this is peak nineties. Peak nineties, yeah. Nineteen ninety four. Oh yeah, a little yeah earlier than I thought. Yeah. <coughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, uh, basically a useless book. So <laughs> no, it's you know it's 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 for GMs to terrify their players. That's no, it's all. for GMs to end their game. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Sagat shows up and <laughs> kicks you in the head and you die. Well, yeah, it's it's more, it's like one of those Star Wars games where they stat out Darth Vader, but they're telling you, yeah, but if he shows up, your players are dead. Yeah. See, I will say going with like other systems or ones that were more competently made, Mutants and Masterminds at least had the intelligence to put up X character saying, if this person shows up, you done run. Fu- you done fuck. This up. is a plot yeah. point. You don't use them in an actual fight. Yeah. So damage equals nope. Yeah, it's it just yeah. Anyways, a terrible book, uh, yeah. but it no, has but, stats for bison. No, no. Apparently, apparently, I checked back at the time. This was like an awaited book because oh, finally we're gonna have like the big villains well, sure. all statted out, like, and we're gonna fight them. Like, no, no, no. Well, that was part of White Wolf's whole marketing strategy. Anyways, is people wanted the stats or the super high pow- level powers for. Mm. Whatever impossible should only be an NPC character, anyways. Yeah, no, yeah. that's true. There, are the, I, everyone wants to see Darth Vader's and Godzilla's, and, and also, yeah, there. Qu- I, I was like, in the moves list, it actually has his Psycho Crusher move, which yeah. they literally is. It's pretty much saying you can't ever learn this. <laughs> like, then why have it? Because it's cool. <laughs> pretty much. All right, uh, sounds good. Uh, so, uh, Aaron. Of course, uh, who we we of course. So we've we've seen Tom's you know idea for what people should self hypnotize, but obviously I stand by it. Yeah, I, yeah. we know, we know. Uh, but you had a different idea. Uh, uh yeah, because looking out outside of it, I, I, I like I don't ascribe to more of the furry community, so I don't have the full understanding. Trade. You. 2018, you will. <laughs> All right. All right. But see, that's forcing to it now. Anyway. You call it what you want. Exactly. You'll all call it the same thing in 2018. <laughs> the the, the minute that I hear assimilation, I'm out. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, anyway, from that, uh, I'm actually thinking that this could be taken l- more from just force, uh, either, I wouldn't say uh, conforming to a particular fan base, but more for conflict resolution because okay. there's at least too much of it where you would be able to if people will just get too heated in arguments and of course escalate to levels of violence that will leave either somebody injured or dead. Why don't you end up going to one of the that's like one of the uh, genres in which most people survive almost any kind of injury, no matter how aggressively idiotic or over the top the fight gets. Okay. Common writer. <laughs> so, all right. I mean, and, and I bring this up because one, most of the fights going from the original series back in the seventies up till current, of revolve a lot of with a lot of most of the protagonist and the villains bantering and shit talking each other constantly until they go into the fight, and most of the time it's just air punching and diving out of the way for those. So. <laughs> So okay. a lot of posing and uh, fireworks going off. Exactly. Okay. Well, in this case, that is where the hypnosis goes in because in their term, 
if they convince themselves hard enough through that that they're the writers, they are the purveyors of justice, and they come up against each other, they're not really hurting anybody. They're just diving while they see the greatest explosions and fight choreogra- uh, choreography of their lives. So what if they? But what if one of these common writer self hypnotized people like gets into a conflict with a with someone who hasn't been hypnotized like that. See, that's the beauty of the whole thing. Oh, okay. that, that's like inside the instructions is giving them a specific areas key to their hometown <laughs> so they can actually go there, take care of go that. Go f- live among your own kind. Yeah. So, so and, the, the, and, and this, they were, this, this hypnosis has, G, has GPS? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, not GPS, but just the fact that... It's the that, internet age. Uh, yeah. I can see that. No, at that mm-hmm. point. No, it's actually... What, what was that website that had the keywords? Um Geocaching? Geocaching. Yeah, okay. So, for geocaching. So that went on there. So, And that's specifically one saying, like, if you want to go with the original ones, like uh, Ichigo, uh, Hongo. Um, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, well, it's like, hey, you want to do this? It's Stronger versus Five. So uh, so I could just see the, the moral panic local news report. Bands of teenagers are gathering fireworks <laughs> and doing martial art poses at each other as part of a gang initiation. They call themselves the sentai, the the sentai. Oh, that that. Uh, and they're, those they're cartoons that are kind of. Yeah, they're they're clearly uh, not in their own control. You should be worried about your teens tonight. Which is funny, funny because you're kind of talking about like the the weird moral panic that happened when Power Rangers actually got popular. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, history repeats just, itself. <laughs> except in this case, it's like, oh, you see some psychologist go off the side going, no, this is actually a therapeutic process we're trying. So mm. uh, if you could keep back, we we do have fire extinguishers off the side just in case. It's all it's all fun and games till someone set blows up a toe from uh, misproperly set because I. I mean, those have hypnosis better have a lot of fireworks, uh, uh, pyrotechnics uh, tech, uh, instructions in them, is what I'm saying. Yeah, well, see, I see, well, this is better because we can actually bring up a cottage industry from oh, this. So. Okay. Oh, so there's nice. seminars. Now. Exactly. Now, and, that, right. and then we can make more money off of this because I'm going to bank in the hell out of this thing. All right. What so. would a sample of that sound like, one of these tapes? Oh, God. So for them, uh, immediately, how dare... Oh no! It would always be the sayings too. Specifically, uh, how dare you impugn my honor? Uh, you will not get away with this shocker. That's the that was the name of the organization for the original one, which might be. Or, Are you? Um, gonna, you're not even going to. But that. So is it going to be done in that that uh, nasally hypnosis voice? Oh no no no! We're we're, okay. we're actually getting. I, I need to. Uh, I, I have to find out who Segata's actor's name is. He, uh, the guy who did Segata Sancho, all the yeah, insane yeah. ones, he's the original, the first common writer. Ah. And he's still doing stuff to this day, so if we can get him on saying, like, can you just... Sometimes you want an elderly Japanese actor to yell yes. at them. That sharp, yes. that sharp, heroic... Uh, Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. No. Common writer! Yeah. It's, right. like, oh, it's like, how can you say, engine? Engine! If you get hypnotized by that, you're really, you really want to be hypnotized. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Uh, you had a book. Uh, well, you're you're continuing your series. Yeah, on. we're going. The, we're we're <laughs> tapping deeper into the well that is time and time again. Um, I'm going to be completely honest. This is a difficult read to get through. <laughs> Thanks, because, Noah. No, and I'm not. I'm not blaming Noah ever for this because it, 
he, <laughs> he does find us wonderful things to, to laugh at. But, the, again, it's only like 80 or so. Uh, sorry, I take that back. It's only like 50 pages, and the text is so damn dense. <laughs> Two columns of text, no pictures. It's like eight, yeah, ten they, point and size. And the pictures. Ten point. Yeah, yeah, and, of course, the pictures are just base diagrams most of the time. So Yeah. Uh, but to refresh. Thanks, me, 80s RPG graphic design. <laughs> I'd rate that. Anytime, home slice. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was sarcastic, Tom. Uh, no, that was it responding. Oh, well, it's screw a, it's, you, 80s, 1980s RPG graphic design. Too late. Uh, I already did that. But to give a quick refresher from the last time, uh, this book revolves around a world in which a uh, nuclear... Uh, that's a nuclear exchange occurred in 1992. Uh, that's like after, uh, the Soviets who were still in existence at that time, uh, became aggressive towards everybody, specifically Japan, decided to invade Hokkaido for some reason. Fuck you, Hokkaido. Old beefs. Yep. Literally. Uh, Old beefs. Yeah. And, uh, they decided, and, uh, one Japanese MIT researcher, because he got drafted and was at one of the epicenters of the nuclear drops, uh, became very depressed, created time travel to try to go back, and his discoveries were co-opted by the New World government, who, and I will remind you, the book specifically states that anybody traveling back in time cannot change the time frame. It is set in stone. That's not going to be done. That's a physical law, not a legal law. No, it's a physical law. I've rechecked this before, which makes it even more insane as I've read further, a little bit further in this book, that the... So there's no point in going back in time. I know, but the GM's guide said, hey, here's some things you can learn about if the players go back and create paradox. There can't be fucking paradox unless your corpse shows up some way, and it still doesn't change history. No. I was uh, just thinking that you know depression doesn't usually cause time travel to be invented. You could have yeah. just you could have just you didn't need a nuclear war either. It says like a guy he got divorced and he made time travel because <laughs> right. he was back. sad. I know, like that's actually better than the nuclear war thing. Is why just you don't yeah. even have to have him be I sad. Know. He's just like we invented time travel. That's all you need for the premise. Yeah, I pretty know. much. But they just have this huge labyrinthine backstory to it. Thanks, 1980s RPG game uh, design. Um, You're welcome. But, Damn it! <laughs> but I went, I went over a little bit in the third chapter, which is the the actual organization, the BTA, the Bureau of Temporal Affairs, mm-hmm. and. This actually makes me really concerned about what they were doing if they could actually change time because it just seems so loosely organized of a group that you put in here. And they have different rules that just make little no sense. Uh, for one, they're recruiting. Uh, when they talk about when, who they want to be in here, they're pretty much saying, uh, we want the best of the best, the brightest of the brightest. This needs to be a bachelor, that's like BA or BS graduates. Why? <laughs> Getting to that? No, I mean, yeah, okay, like so, why? Yeah, why? With, yeah, with uh, that have Olympic that are basically Olympic class athletes and not over twenty five years of age. Supposedly that they these are the ones that would be able to survive the process, but then they split it off into different categories of who can what be in there. Benefit do they get from time travel? So they get as far as I can tell that they're going back and doing something cool. And this is actually I, I want to. <laughs> I, I am not. I am dead serious on this. And this is from the book. Uh, recruiters frequently find recruits from the field of uh, people. Some of them use their knowledge. Field work are caught by the romance and adventure of the tour of the BA. Others recognize that the enlistment in the BTA practically guarantees acceptance in a master's program. Assuming one survives the enlistment, somebody's doing a <laughs> is basically doing military enlistment for the college money by going back in fucking time. Yeah, so how, so what did you do to prep, prep for grad school? I went in this internship. Yeah, I went back in time. <laughs> Saw the French Revolution. Yeah, yeah, no biggie. Punch Hitler in the face. <laughs> yeah, punch Hitler in the face. Well, yeah, well, no, you can't do that because you can't change time. 
So, uh, but to know, yeah. So in this case, for the graduate, for this one, the WFCU graduates uh, for the World Federation or whatever, uh, university enlistments make up fifty percent of all BTA recruitments. The other ones, and this is where the numbers just go through veterans, which are ones that are completing enlistments or from different national armies, are about yeah, yeah. never make up more than fifty percent. And then you have, of course, why wouldn't you? The convicts. Let's send this yeah. death row inmate through time Portland. See if he survives for the next four years. And wait, you 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 have to you have to stay uh, in time for four years. Oh, you have to stay within the organization too. Although oh, okay. you will not, but if you keep surviving these jumps, which apparently you only make about for this four year enlistment, about maybe eight or nine at the most. So that's a lot of time travel. I know. <laughs> when you think about it, convicts can actually be a good choice because, you know, in penitentiaries, a lot of times they've learned to make do with a lot of. Uh, They're very good at improvising. Yeah. yeah that's no, like I mean, they could just invent things on the fly. They're like fucking MacGyver's in there. So yeah. Serious. yeah. Usually for death. Um, I mean, you get a lot of convicts in one place. You, good things can happen. I mean, look at Australia. Yep. Yeah. Look you, at, you can't. <laughs> that's going from there. Well, I mean, it's, historically. No, it can we go through there. But but this is also where the numbers come in, too. So we had like 50% early students, uh, 15% of these military veterans. And then they say uh, convict enlistments rarely account for less than 25% of the voting year force. So that's still not going with at least 100% of your recruitment, though. Well, You're okay, still getting... okay, so we don't need to go into all the minutia. It's yeah. still, it's just, they're do, this obviously is a super expensive program. It's like multi-billion dollar, yeah. And, and here's something even better for this, though. Well, my, my, again, okay, my, my question is, why? Why are they doing, essentially they're sending people on awesome adventure action adventure uh, tours. And that point, I'm still not getting to the reason why they've done this because, okay. again, this thing is oh, so more. fucking dense. Also, the thing is that when they're sending these teams back, because I guess they, oh, sorry, they did outline certain ones here, and I'll, I'll get to that. Yeah. But the team structure, and this is what's even more fucked. Uh, let's see. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. said the death row inmates with the, exactly. the people going for yeah. their grad school. Yeah they, yeah, they basically have just units that are coalesced together for these. Um, once formed, the teams are left as much to themselves as possible. How big a team, who runs it, and how they do it, spe- uh, specialties each member will pursue are matters for the team and its members to decide. Essentially, they group yeah, that's, up. Yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, yeah. up, elect a class leader and... Go off into the the Neolithic period, you we're, motherfucker. We're just going to this beer hall and... <laughs> and we're totally not going to instigate anything. We're just going to drink. Meat hall, you mean? Uh, Meat hall? Another can, fun we thing. We can do both. Maybe Why not? have a misunderstanding. <laughs> yeah, I heard that's one in Munich. is really good. Yeah, exactly. Um, another fun thing about this. They describe the whole panel because essentially this is your grand illustration of the time travel uh, device. It's basically these platforms that you enter and exit from, and you actually have to jump through a literal hoop because the aperture is always two meters off the ground. So no matter where you're landing, you're basically doing a slider's jump into where you're, wherever yeah. you're going. That and means- they stated that it's calculated like that, which means they could calculate it ground level where you could walk out. They're just choosing not to. To be fair, that's actually probably a good idea because you don't want to accidentally, like merge with the ground like lose the top layer of your foot or something like yeah, yeah. remember um, remember 69 yeah <laughs> oh jesus All right. and another great thing is that with the jumps themselves um when they're doing the preps because they're kind of treating this in the in the book like it's supposed to be prep for uh um, a uh NASA launch essentially that you're sending people into space and you know everything that they have to do and everything that could cancel that if a crew member is sick if something is wrong with the device or whatnot other from words uh where was it uh let's see oh all 
metal items because apparently metal is hard to. It's weird. Another rule, weird rule they did. You can. It's hard. It takes more energy to push metal objects into the past, but easier to pull them back from it. Hmm. We don't know what the hell ever. <laughs> Moving on. But here is all metal items are confiscated. All written materials, particularly maps, are also confiscated. If such items are found, the jump is not called off. Instead, everything continues planned, but team members can look forward to disciplinary action when they return. So you are still sending people back who may be trying to infiltrate the organization to change time, even though they technically can't. So if I signed up, would they replace my fillings with like non-metal one, metal ones? You get ceramic. You, know, you get you, you get wood like George Washington. Oh Will they at least God. pay for it? Is all I'm asking. Um, oh, how's their insurance? So uh, well, actually, their medical is pretty good. Actually, that they told you if if you bang it back alive, you can be repaired. If anything, they give you cloned limbs. Uh, they can repair almost anything. So they're basically this is just a super advanced civilization. Just fucking bored. Probably at this point, that's what we're going for. All so. Right. Um, we have too many college students. Send them um, and die. I'm not going to go with other... I'll, I'll leave the actual contacts for another time, but I wanted to get to one last thing. Sure. Which was going to chapter four when talking about the dice. Now, before I say anything, and I know you yeah, just the saw... The game it. mechanics, the dice rolling? Yeah. Yes. All right. uh, Tom. Yes? What kind of dice do you think is used for this game? Well, I know what type are used, but... We did discuss it. We, we did, did discuss okay, it. Okay, did you see that? Or Okay, Sean, I will look at that. Sorry. We did this. So what, what type of dice do you think are used for this game? Well, if I wanted to give an intelligent answer, I would try to say percentile because they're popular. However, I wonder if maybe they're trying to push the D100s, or did they bust out the D30? No, this is going a little bit. This is a D200 system that is at, you're instructed <laughs> to roll two D20s in this. And just to give you the one example, I will try to keep this as brief as possible. Uh, the first method... Uh, calls for a D20, which is numbered from 0 to 19, and the D10 numbered from 2. Oh, sorry, it's a D10 that they wanted to use. So a D20 and a 10. It's even dumber. Um, in this case, uh, the gamer rolls two dice together, and the results from the D20 is multiplied by 10 and add the roll to the roll on the D10. So, for example... You just have to do multiplication every time you want to roll. Yeah, the gamer rolls 13 on the D20 and a 4 on the D10. The result will be 13 times 10 plus 4, 134. They have a second method, which I will not get into because... I like you as my friends, and I will not subject you <laughs> to like that. We like you. We like you too, Aaron. So, is this part of the systematic campaign to uh, make gaming as inaccessible as possible to anybody who doesn't love math? Class? Exactly. I, I, I don't. Th- you're giving them too much credit <laughs> for anything. Like they're just like, oh, they're just typical grognard. Like, yeah, I've got to make my game better. Blah blah blah. And yeah, more so- realistic for my game about bullshit time travel <laughs> for no reasons. So. Aaron, are you going to run the crossover game of Please, no, uh, time, no. uh, time and Time Again no. and Made RPG? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If it, I kind of want to see that. Okay. Now. No. If it, if it involves me taking both books and ritually burning them, yes. Whoa, so. We did not condone oh, book burning at no. RPPR. That is a treasure uh, made RPG. Seriously. <laughs> time and time again, go ahead with their double twenty bullshit. But yeah. Well, no. I'm doing. I would do it in proxy with a basically like finds uh, okay. a paper and then a printed cover over both of them. So. I mean, I want to keep <laughs> my right. moe moe roll charts. You know. <laughs> so we're more burned in effigy than anything else. Some people just really like lo- rolling dice and multiplying, man. Oh yeah. Anyway, and, and more. Power to them, but it's not selling a good game. No, it's. Not. I don't think anyone's going to mistake that for a good game. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, there's no worries there. There's no worries there. Uh, so Sean, 
Oh, Self-hypnosis. So many, so many ideas, but unfortunately, they're not responsible. Um, <laughs> like mine was. Well, oh, as no. long as it, maybe it's maybe not damage prevention, but damage mitigation. As long as you mitigate the damage and make it really funny for everyone See, else. That, that's the thing. It, it, would be, it wouldn't be something I would go through myself. It would be something I just want to well, see. Well, uh, no one's yeah. doing it yourself. It's, oh, God, no. It's, no. To, it's to help the people who are hypnotizing themselves into ponies. I just want to make sure that I'm entertained by this process. I want to make the world just a little more fantastical. Reality's a little too real sometimes. Um, so, uh, option one, uh, you, you find all those old school, looney tuny kind of, you know, the, the old school cartoons, that that kind of... Bugs Bunny et al. Yeah. yeah. Tom and Jerry. Yeah. All of it. And you just get people to start believing that they are a cartoon character in that vein. So you get kind of an almost a Who Framed Roger Rabbit Toontown feel? Okay, I, I only I only see one problem at the moment for this because uh, when they it, walk off a cliff, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. as much as as much as the dangers that are presented in uh, it's like for the common rider aspect of this for the fighting, I did specify that like they were doing air fights and, and I mainly to, made a point of noting this is a highly irresponsible approach. <laughs> okay, okay, simply for my own entertainment. All right, moving right along then, as long as that's out the field. Even if they just walked and talked in a bizarre, oh, like, but strangely unique cartoonish fashion, my day gets better. If you're in customer service, your day just lit up, okay? It's either that or everybody thinks they're in a JoJo cartoon. <gasps> <laughs> oh. Nobody really fights because they think they're having stand fights. Everybody yeah. poses and talks in a really over-the-top voice, either screeching high or super deep and manly. <laughs> and what, what would the ASMR for that sound like? I'm sorry, I'm calling it that. <laughs> <laughs> it, would, uh, it would just depend on what you're being turned into there, but mainly it would just be... Um, you can feel your stand. It is. It would just be like an alternation between like the translated versions of half the crap they they say in the comic anyways. And yeah, some of it would just come off as super Englishy. I know, but it would be funny to listen to. Just <laughs> that one song you really like? Think of a superpower based on that song name. <laughs> and an imaginary friend. That's your stand. Yes. See, the thing is, I would just get confused like at watching, seeing somebody walk out from a convenience store going, I don't know what that guy was talking about, but he told me to bite a ball of Ripple. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Uh, I mean, you were right that that would be very entertaining. Yeah, it, it, would, it would just. It would, I would like, rather have people self hypnotize as JoJo's uh, rather than as ponies. I mean, I'll take the cartoons, the regular cartoony thing. I mean, yeah, the regular cartoony thing. Like you always are moving. Your hands are covered in white gloves. <laughs> Feel the white gloves on your hands. You need to talk in a more excited fashion. I mean, I would. I would fucking love that as opposed to like every fifth person is a really deep, a deep cover redneck, you know, I mean, yeah, which that's there's something wrong with being a redneck, but still, I mean, it's just, it just gets old out here. Um, or <laughs> hi, I'm a pretentious college student. I'm going to sit there and kind of look down my nose at you while you're sitting there. That kind of thing. Um, just saying, you know, every customer service job gets that much more entertaining. Yeah, you know, no, I, 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 I would, uh, I, I would definitely support that. That's and, definitely and mitigating have, the pony damage. And you can also find the poniosis. You can find somebody that you don't ever want to hear talk again, and convince them that they have like a Donald Duck voice. <laughs> Holy shit! It's public service. <laughs> See, the, the only reason I would doubt that is just from personal experience in customer service. I had a woman who who did actually speak in a high tone voice where I worked, at, and every time she called in, no matter who it was, asked for Mickey Mouse. No true story. <laughs> nice, no doubt. Um, so, of course, you have another thing to review. Yes. This we, is from Sam Johnson. Thank we were you. gifted with a fantastic gift that we'll keep on giving, I'm sure. Uh, mm. Those yes. are words. 
I'm not sure I believe <laughs> well, well, the game does have amazing in it. Yes, it's the Amazing Engine, released by TSR in 1993. Uh, I did some research. It was basically supposed to be kind of a uh, solution to having too many rule sets. It was their attempt The to, universal system. Yes, they, they wanted a universal. And so they released a series of setting books with like a 32-page pamphlet that goes with each of them. That is pretty much the actual Ooh. core game. Uh, with a... A system that could be interesting if they did the right thing with it and dropped most of the actual system aspects. <laughs> um, so, 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 so this is totally It's supposed to be fate, then. <laughs> so. Which would be great. So if, if you did the, some of the basic ideas they throw out there but never follow through with and went with fate as a system, it could almost be cool. So the system is it's, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, it's a percentile-based system, like everything else for, you know, for a while at that time, uh, because TSR loved some percentile dice. You have four uh, sphere, you know, attribute sphere essentially kind of you know areas with two attributes under each, right? You assign, yeah. pri- you, assign you assign priorities, and that determines how much dice you get to roll to determine your base stat, which is a percentile score. If you want to do a certain thing, it is assigned to a particular stat. That's your success. The problem is your starting stat. If you if if it's if it's a priority attribute, you roll forty ten, and add them. The thing you're good at can be up to 40% chance of success. The things you're not so good at are 3D10. Oh, God. Oh, okay. And skills are just gatekeepers that say, yes, you can attempt thing without a penalty. (laughs) All right. So, well, that that's certainly um, amazing. Th- them them's palladium odds. All yep, right, <laughs> those them's the, the, yeah. Uh, I don't like that, but they keep well. It. I mean, climbing up and down are the same percent chance, right? So <laughs> it's not different. <laughs> it's at least that. So, so it's got that over palladium. <laughs> so I guess the, the the thing that's interesting about it though is they have this idea of a core character versus an actual player character. Okay. The core character is I like playing a certain type of character with certain stat sets. So I want to play a con artist. Okay, con man means you want to focus on the influence sphere for being charismatic and whatnot. Cool, great intelligence for being fast in your uh, fast, you know, on your feet, whatever. And then if the setting changes, all of the experience that you've built into this core character can be carried through to the next to the next one. That determines what you roll up for. Oh, uh, okay. okay. I kind of like that idea. Basically, it almost creates this almost reincarnation sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of cool. It's kind of a JoJo thing. Well, I was going to go for something else with that. But, you know, but no, yeah. So they, no, they made a series of settings. And, um, no, 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 no. <laughs> and, and this is coming from the fact that I'm somebody who actually doesn't mind JoJo that much. And the, the, breaks, the JoJo break needs to be pushed a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, they released a whole bunch of uh, settings for this. Bug Hunters, the Galactose Barrier, Chromosome, Magitech. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Chromosome? With a K. Biopunk. Oh. <laughs> um, Metamorphosis Alpha got redone with this. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Once in Future King and Tabloid. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Then they also did one more that is the one that I reviewed because it was packaged with this system guy. Yeah. Which was for Fairy, Queen, and Country. And Unfortunately, this is not like a British Lady Gaga thing. No. 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 That um, would have made it amazing. Actually, the, the or cover- about the band queen. Uh, No, that would be the best (laughs) game so far. uh, Instead, I was presented with a kind of mediocre uh, offering that didn't explain things very well. Okay. Except they really wanted you to understand Victorian England. 
Is it like magic, but Victorian England? Fairy magic, but Victorian England. Oh, uh, okay. It's Victorian England. So like those fairy photos and Arthur Mackin and yeah. crap like that. Which seems like the cover's trying to do, but, you know, to me it just seems like it's failing at being the Sgt. Pepper's it's a cover. Photo, it's a photo collage, by the way, for those listening, uh, with like one of a, a Victorian, oh, Victorian photo of a couple. Behind that's a procession. Uh, I think that's actually Victoria herself. I'm and then, the, then there's a presentation, you know, not but a picture of like... Bat-winged fairies on toadstools and a ogre-looking thing behind a banister. Anyhow, so they don't really give a lot of guidance for what kind of games to run in this. They don't give any real character examples. They don't. I mean, at least the main book gave some character examples. So, what's the main conflict? Is there one? No. <laughs> what's the main plot? What's the meta plot? Nothing. It's just a bunch of set set pieces. A magic system they pretty much lifted from Ars Magica, and. Um, yeah, and a whole bunch of explanations that I think were possibly lifted from the uh, Victorian horror section of GURPS Horror. Wow. Uh, so just, well, on. Those, like those books were good. So in this case, that just seems like it hodgepodged so many things that they could find. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just kind of bland. I mean, it's, it presents like fairy courts and stuff like that, but it's just enough, like, here's here's the facts. Here's how it works. There's no sample adventure. There's no sense of... What the, what you're really supposed to be doing? Except I guess you're supposed to be solving mysteries or going on some weird Victoriana ish comedy of manners thing. I don't fucking know. We're going on an adventure. They don't specify. And the best part is when it talks about uh, raising stats and skills. The system guide says that experience expenditures for specific you know stats will always vary based on the setting. It will be specified in the setting book. No. <laughs> Doesn't <laughs> fucking happen. No, no. So it gives us very... Here's uh, this one vital rule that you always need to run a game. It's in this other book. The other book. Nope. Yeah. It gives you this deta- details of how to speak proper English and different slang things. With Welsh, I love that they just give a paragraph with no real actual words. Just saying it's going to be confusing. Just throw boyo and look you here occasionally. <laughs> um, but then... Okay, I think that kind of has to, get, has to get addressed because it does come up in multiple games. Like in GURPS, if your character was essentially going to be treated like a second-class citizen, you get a kickback for it, right? Makes sense, balances the character. The Lot of Women. <laughs> it gives a whole... What I'm going to say is this. This is a demonstration of how a lot of TSR stuff from this time period is... Trying too hard to be simulationist. Yeah. Mm. Basically saying you're get, sexism is entrenched in the time period. Yeah. Deal with it is essentially the Magic's way. real, but sexism is still... Yeah. Yeah, that's literally what they're doing We have here. magic, but nope, women got to know their place. Oh, God. Yeah, thanks, that, that's, TSR. That, that, thanks that, for reinforcing that. that. I, don't I know it's kind of dark, guys, yeah. but let's, that's one of the things just like, what the fuck? Uh, so. Well, that's a good segue into my uh, version of uh, self-hypnosis. Right. Okay. Yeah, that <laughs> actually works. Uh, so mine is... Um. Oh, you're 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 in your favorite comic store. Someone's saying expressing an interest in a comic book character you like. They don't know as much as you do about that character. It's okay. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to quiz them on how much they know about that character. You don't have to ask them if they know who the character's original artist is or who they who created them. Or you don't have to ask them about the thing on their shirt that they're wearing. Uh, you don't have to be that guy. 
don't be that guy. You're not that guy at the comic book store. You're not going to make a scene. You're not going to make anyone feel uncomfortable. You're just there to have a good time. Everyone else is going to have a good time. And so that's basically it. Is not be that guy. We get into the addendum too, is saying with it, hey, that's like they're showing that interest. You can just say, hey, if you like that. That's where they're, 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 That's where those comics are over there to read, if you're interested. Have a nice day. Someone on the internet is having a different opinion than you. And that's okay. <laughs> and that's okay. Hey. And you don't have to find out their home address and post it on the internet. <laughs> you don't have to send them death threats. In fact, you don't. You would be horrified to do such a thing. And if someone were to tell you that they did that, you would cut up, sever all ties with them and tell them that they're an asshole because you're not that guy. <laughs> we know that you thought the previous edition of this game was far superior, <laughs> but please don't spend five motherfucking hours detailing the precise reasons why that edition of that war game that only two people in the store are playing outside of yourself <laughs> is better. Um. So yeah, I don't know if that's going to be as popular as wanting to turn yourself into a pony. But if it's they don't useful. listen to it, I maybe we just I think de- that's more useful. Yeah, than anything else. I think it'd be a social. Service. My my plan B is to is to just deprogram them like a cult. Like we get cult deprogrammers to grab people from game stores and just strap them in a windowless room and play that until they uh, agree with it. Or 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 do it kind of like a Clockwork Orange style with some visuals too. Um, I don't know. This kind of like it's like you know, mind your own. Business, yeah, or maybe it's terrible t shirt mashups, you know, like (laughs) Deadpool coming out of a TARDIS. It's like that doesn't make any sense. Why would what does that even mean? And it's like, no, those characters have nothing to do with each other. (laughs) Uh, or Rick and Morty, and but Rick is uh, a gyrodos, and Morty is Ash from Pokemon, and like that doesn't make any fucking sense. And on and on, just terrible t shirt mashups until they (laughs) find says, I don't want to wear that as a t shirt. I'm sorry, (laughs) it's just two things. I don't get it. It's stupid. Or like Godzilla's at a beatnik bar. Okay. Like, again. That's actually kind of funny. Well, it has to be two nerd things. So, like, beatniks aren't nerd enough. Like, so if it was Godzilla and... um, Godzilla... Godzilla sitting on the Iron Throne. Okay, Mm -hmm. yeah, there we go. That, like, what does that even mean? Like, he's too big, for one. And it's just dumb, so... Uh yeah. Or well, if he's human sized, wait, then he's just a lizard. Then he's yeah, exactly. So would, would an accompaniment to this be every or or no? The the, the obvious Godzilla one would be having uh, Khaleesi standing behind God or standing in front of Godzilla. Oh, right. oh yeah, yeah. And but still, that's no. And and they're gonna be like, oh my god, I want that as a teacher. Like, just. Okay. Anyways, moving on. Uh, <laughs> Say some it sounds like yeah. It sounds like that kind of diverged into a little bit more of something you have a problem with. So there's a there's a Tumblr follower called Just Two Things that always it, it just posts you know T-shirts that are just two things. That there's no idea that doesn't make sense with the matchup at all. Or yeah, yeah, it's just two arbitrary nerd things put together. Okay. So like as part of the deprogramming process, would there be electrodes involved? And every time the phrase well actually occurs, they get shocked? <laughs> there wasn't, but there is now. Uh, yeah. Um, that's, yeah. That's a good idea. Well, actually. <laughs> also, 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 there, also, there needs to be a little candy drawer that actually spits out whatever they like to eat, like just Mike Nikes or something else. Anytime they say, uh, it's, or, okay, we'll go with that. Immediately saying, Huh. Well, that's like that's cool. Thanks for letting me know. Okay. 
so yeah, so that's my deprogramming. I mean, sorry, self hypnosis. Uh, so we'll see how that is. But yeah, of course, I have a review of something that that is also. Uh, well, we'll say it, it. Well, it's not good in that it is terrible. Uh, in many ways, this is Citadel Fire from Judges Guild, uh, purveyors of approved for use with Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, that art looks familiar. That art is familiar because uh, that's Kevin Symbieta doing the artwork. This is copyright oh 1980, by the way. He did the back art, too. Uh, very classy of an evil wizard on a throne with a nearly naked woman there that looks traced from some uh, pinup magazine. I was going to say the face looks off. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's normal. But also, all, all the wizards here, they look exactly like the 70s DC Crypt Keeper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all the bit. same. There's no Are difference. Are you saying Kevin Sabian is derivative? <laughs> <laughs> Why would I say that, Ross? Yeah. Um, no, the, he didn't. He just did the cover art. He didn't do any of the interior stuff. So, um, so that's one thing this book yeah. has over. Its so cover. this is a adventure module, uh, basically a big dungeon with multiple levels, uh, and there's a very thin backstory in that a long time ago, an evil wizard came t- called Nerthrax. Nerthrax. Yeah, it's literally N R A T H A X. Nerthrax. Nerthrax. Uh, the the black, uh, he came to a hill, and he summoned a bunch of demons, and he had the demons build him a citadel. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> sorry, sorry, that's Sean's face during that. <laughs> <laughs> so many problems with every part of that. Yep. His NRA Thrax, first off, let's just start with that. <laughs> I better find a fucking gun in that dungeon. Um, <laughs> You'll never find the things you want. So it was made of, yeah, he just had the demons building a big citadel on a hill. For reasons. For, yeah, that, and then like two years later, after that, after he finished that, uh, he made an alliance with the Goblin King. The Goblin, in exchange for, uh, he had the Goblin King built, start carving out a dungeon beneath the citadel. Uh, and then the goblins enjoyed the protection of the wizard and his demons. Oh, oh, I get this now. I actually, early on right now, you said he has this horrible citadel that he had demons built, and now citadel, he's built. Citadel fire, of course, by the way, there's nothing really fiery in it. I mean, the... Fire. Okay, that, yeah. that makes even more sense, too, because okay. he's calling it the Citadel of Fire. He's built this by demons. He subcontracted it to that. He is a midlife crisis divorcee wizard. This is his <laughs> yeah. coping mechanism. <laughs> I, that, so out he, of a, that's a better reason than anything that you're doing. So he built, he built his magic man pad. Is that it? Okay. His magic man cave. <laughs> so he lives there for 200 years. Like you do. And like you do. And then he dies. And <laughs> goblin kings come and go. But then uh, another, his son took over, uh, Dwinar. Uh, <laughs> what? Dwinar. Dweebar, son Dwinar. of <laughs> D-W-E-N-A-R. Dude, you're killing Aaron over there. <laughs> That's great. There's one lava the name of Dwinar, evil wizard and master of the Citadel of Fire. Oh, somebody run a fantasy game so I can use that name. Dwinar. <laughs> I study the black arts in the Citadel of Fire. Do you like ponies? <laughs> Have you meant like to be one? Have you <laughs> friend Gargamel. He chases tiny blue people. Uh, Dwinar uh, built more levels of the dungeon, uh, <laughs> including an underground arena. Uh, and then he enslaved the surrounding population by sending the goblins out you know, to, to attack things. And then Tor Axbel uh, took over after Dwinar. 
Uh, Toll Axe Bell. That's two he words. He sounds a little it. more manly. Um, let's see here. He kept up the traditions of evil. So they have traditions. Uh, starting a, uh, he started the Arena of Death. I mean, there was already an arena built, but I guess I, there's only one arena in the dungeon, like, by the way. But, uh, well, before, that was before they only fought to the first person last. Is he, is he just <laughs> like keep, keep the death and death day kind of I, traditions I or what? Get, I, mean, I guess. <laughs> um, he added the excavations and he took human slaves. Um, and then little change since then, before he death, Toll Axbell passed the keys of the tower and the staff of Nathrax. Uh, Nathax, Nathax, <laughs> uh, to the next rule. So seven times his staff passed since Tolax. Well, now uh, Uramig uh, wields the staff. Uramig. Uramig? Uh, Bless you. Well, all right, maybe you guys take fucking... Uh, <laughs> Y-R-A-M-M-A-G. Ramag. Ramag. Do, do these people... And just, maybe it's a silent Y, Ramag. Oh, I was, I was thinking do all like these evil like, wizards just come from the continent of consonants? <laughs> I, I, I was just going to say, the last thing A's sounds kind of Nordic, actually. So the what? The last thing kind of sounds like more old Nordic, but... You know, all right. You know, um, so that's the current evil wizard, Ramag. Uh, or ra, ra, Ramag. Anyways. Ragnar. Uh, they have Mags. a stats. He's Magsy. Uh, now, interesting thing. He had, the staff of Nethrax is actually like a key. It's literally the key to the Citadel. You can't open the door to the outside without the staff. So, there's, and also there's a ton of minions in this citadel, so they're all trapped. <laughs> but there's, but the thing is, they're not really trapped because two of the dungeon levels have surface exits to the surface. So I don't, but they don't show where in them. You see, the geography of this makes no fucking sense. <laughs> um, okay, so that's a challenge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Master, will you let us loose? Never. Like, nah. well, can I just use the surface entrance? Fine. Yeah, it's, <laughs> just, that's pretty just, much it. Just put the put the camel flat back over when you're done. But tell me, <laughs> it'll need doing it when you're going to the store. Yeah, they have a they have two map hex maps, of course, that show. Oh Jesus! Of course, uh, they where back. the citadel is. But one is at a point two mile. Every hex representing point two miles. Uh, so five five hexes to the mile, and then one is forty two feet per hex. So, um, because yeah. of course, why? I don't know. What's interesting though is neither of these, as far as and I looked for literally minutes to fi- <laughs> find out where these two surface exits pop up because there's two surface exits in the dungeon on level one and two, and I don't know where they show up. Like, are they over here or are they? How the fuck do you when you go from the yeah? So. Uh, Maybe it's like that emergency hatch that pops up during Dead by Daylight when you're the only survivor. Anyways, uh, the important thing, though, is they had a great innovation in this scenario because you, uh, Ramag uh, is Magsy. is uh, the big bad guy. And you don't, you know, it, it, it's kind of boring if he's just in the last room. You know, I mean, if you're a big evil wizard, are you just going to sit in your bedroom all the time? Well, or maybe. I mean, no, well, maybe. No. Morty wizard. I can yeah. see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. I got to do this. Well, he's, got, he's literally got hundreds of minions under his command. Uh, he's got an arena of death. Uh, there's a bar in the dungeon. Holy uh, shit. Yeah. It's, this place sounds fly. Like, it is. Like, <laughs> it's, it's just, it, it's this, uh, it's this hub. Uh, Bachelor pad, this uh, wizard's bachelor oh, pad. He, that well, yeah. He, well, it's also it's there, there's a lot of mention of female slaves being kept. So oh, it's, well, uh, it's it's super uh, it's super creepy in that old old school early eighties kind of way. Oh yeah, um, late seventies. Anyways, but Yuramag, uh, they they said, well, we will where he could show up anywhere in the dungeon, but of course, because this is an old school D and D type game, we can't just let the GM decide things. 
we have to have random tables. Oh, God. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> There's literally two pages of random tables to determine where he is any given day. Oh, my God. And, the font on that. Uh, yeah, this is all the font. This is all this, like, monospace curry. And I'm sitting right here. You maybe talk, you, I'm sitting, literally sitting right next to you, and I can barely see it. Yeah, yeah, so. On a related note. <laughs> some, I actually have a really old Palladium book that, that's the exact. So let's, let's, let's yeah. so there's, we, we roll to determine where he is and what he's doing. So if someone wants to grab that D20, uh, we can start determining some things. Uh, All right, we're, we're uh, uh, oh, there. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to roll, uh, Aaron, do you, do you want the first roller? Uh, no, you can take okay. that All one. Right. I've, uh, All right, Ramak, where the fuck are you? I hope you're in the bar. 20. 20. Oh, he's in his wizard's workshop. Oh, cool. Uh, do you want to find out what he's doing? Sure. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. What, 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 what is, uh, what is this gentleman doing? Yep. Roll D20. Uh, 15. 15. He's practicing. Okay, what is he practicing? Uh, golf. Let's see. Golf. He's working. He's working on a swing. <laughs> Wait, does this does, does this place does this dungeon? It's got everything else. Does they, it have a, a lights out? Uh, they don't have a table. Oh my god. Uh, they don't have something for practicing. Those fuckers. These are incomplete tables. <laughs> uh, I'm it, head cannon. He's practicing miniature golf. We'll roll again. Yeah, let's do another activity. Okay. Twelve. Uh, twelve. He's in a trance. Uh, Kill him. <laughs> is he in a trance or trancing? I mean, that's difference, I guess. So, <laughs> oh, there's a meditating table, so maybe roll that. What is he meditating on? Seven. Uh, he's standing on his head. <laughs> that's how. Fuck you, tables. <laughs> <laughs> What's your evil wizard doing today? <laughs> Let's find out. Uh, all right, so your evil wizard standing on his head. Uh, Aaron, what's your evil wizard doing? Uh, okay, so let's see. What, what was the evil wizard doing today? Yep. Uh, 11. Uh, he's visiting. There is a visiting table. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, Who is visiting with the wizard? Has his kid... Like a visiting a or a visiting No, he's table. visiting. Oh, he's visiting. He's not even in the dungeon. Oh, he's visited by... Oh, God, what the hell? 19. 19. He's visiting an archive, and he'll be gone for four days. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Sean, what's your evil wizard doing? Um, it's just a black bar over the screen. No, um, <laughs> ten. Ten. Uh, he's hunting. Ooh. He's hunting. Let's see if there's a hunting subtable. Uh, no? no. Oh, there is. Okay. There is. Oh, Roll for it. Nine. Rats. He's hunting rats. <laughs> he's hunting rats. What the fuck is wrong with my wizard? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else is like, I'm meditating by standing on my head. I'm out seeking the archives. I'm finding rats. <laughs> <laughs> You're the hillbilly one. I, I would love You uh, could also be hunting turkey or a possum. Oh, my God. <laughs> head cannon. He's going for possum. <laughs> I, Sean, you found Jimbo the all-powerful. Listen, Jimbo will <laughs> fuck you up, dude. All right. <laughs> Do not have Dweena once hunted many a rat. <laughs> oh, Dweena. Uh, we could just try some of these other ones. Oh, there, right. There's literally a sleeping table. Oh, God. What? Yeah. Is that determining how... What kind of sleep he's doing? Yeah. Oh, let's start it. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Aaron, Aaron I'm no, no. You, well, we're going the round, so you're first. So. 13. Drowsy. It's a drowsy sleep. He'll wake up on a 1 to 10 on a D20 check. for right. sleep with one out. Uh, six. Uh, it's insomnia. One, two. Yeah, he'll he'll wake up real quick like that. Oh god. Uh, well, let's let's look at some of the other. Well, uh, I'll let you choose. Okay. Partying, party activity, exploring, studying, experimenting, interrogating, meditating, sitting in state, feasting, political parties, feeling, uh, 
toiletry, <laughs> uh, lounging, entertainment, ceremony, and inspecting. Okay, we're going with toiletry because uh, I will be, uh, full disclosure, Ross and I discussed this last night. Oh, let's, yeah. Let's see if I get what that is. Yeah. There's, there's 20 activities for him. Uh, 10. Uh, he's steaming. Yes! <laughs> steaming is in, he's in the steam he's bath? Or is I would imagine so. Or is he dropping a steamer? I mean, what? What are we talking no, about? No, that would be bodily function. 19. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's all actually on there. <laughs> you could canonically have your evil wizard taking a shit that takes all day long. Because this is his activity for the day. He's in a cleanse. He's in a cleanse. It's a wow, yeah. It's a colonic cleanse. <laughs> it, it, it must be. Oh, Lordy. Um, uh, okay, mine, party. Yeah. Let's party. Party, all right. Uh, we'll do both party and add party activities. Okay, so. Uh, go is, ahead. Is pin the tail on the donkey one of those? Uh, well, let's choose party activity. That's actually a one through ten, so you can just. Uh, okay, you, uh, you can still okay. use I can have it. Oh, he's going to use it. Sorry. Uh, so, ten divided by two, five. Uh, he's boasting at a. Roll another d10. Five. Uh, he's boasting at a performance between five and 30 people are there. So five D six people. Cool. So I, mean, I guess he's just talking shit about how great he is. Let's see five D six. Uh, uh, let's see. I uh, caught 20 rats. Are you rolling for how many people are at his yeah. performance? So three. <laughs> this is recital. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, recital's a Eight. separate entry. <laughs> Jesus, this is Thir- a well attended rat boasting. 13. Thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 19. Yeah. Uh, 19. And uh, twenty three people. Twenty three. So. That's a pretty good Are performance. Enthralled about you know this yeah. guy's rat. It's the wizard guy. monologues. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tom, what would you have your evil wizard be doing? Uh, things we haven't even touched on: experimenting, interrogating, sitting in state, feasting, feeling, political parties, lounging, entertainment, feeling? ceremonies, experimenting, exper- experimenting. Of course, that's what what he's experimenting on. By the way, of course. Yeah. Four. It's a D20 for this one. Uh, rats. Lame. Give me my yeah. fucking rats back. <laughs> oh, wait. No, there's actually, they're experimenting on not just on types of things, but types of experiments, too. Types? Uh, okay, that's... Uh, so what kind it's, of experiments? rats, are? but... Uh, well, we'll roll again. Three. Well, that's that's rats again. It's no. three through four <laughs> is rats. All right, let's do something else. All right. Uh, seven. Seven. Uh, ape. He's experimenting with eights. You have to roll above a nine. You have to get a ten or above uh, to determine experiment type. Okay. Nineteen. Nineteen. Explosive. <laughs> Explosive apes. Explosive <laughs> ape experiments. Yes. This is the most kind of, amazing experiment. Technically, it's just one table. I'm just kind of extrapolating. No, like, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> It, uh, Ross, it's wizards like this are the reason that we have manthers. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not even that, Aaron. That's, they're just sitting out. up there, bored out of their minds, doing God knows what. Aaron, if you were in like a game of D and D, Pathfinder, whatever, and can someone roll a D twenty for me? I want to find out how, what my evil, evil wizard is feeling. Okay, seventeen. He is. He's feeling happy. He's a happy evil uh, wizard by exploding. I'm so happy. Seriously, if you're in a game of D&D and like exploding apes are your encounter, are you going <laughs> to one is what the fuck? But two, you're going to be cringing every time that table gets hit. Right. I mean, uh, oh, one of the meditating things is fetal levitating. So I guess levitating in the fetal position. Wow. Um, so there's oh, you can also be on a nail bed. So, anyways, okay, yeah. So you just ran up and jumped. Off. I think the '80s they were they must have must have had like a severe fetish for tables. 
Yeah, no, they, yeah. They, like there's no other explanation. They fucking <laughs> right. love their tables. So, anyways, this is this is endlessly. We'll, we'll come back to this um, sometime. We should actually get to the actual thing. Um, <laughs> is, is there really an actual thing? I think. Yeah, there's fucking pages of this. There's pages and pages. Uh, there's actually, a plot to this. So, not really. It's just a place you go to. You you just go there and you kill things. That's that's more of a plot than I. Really so remember, we don't actually know how to get in because there's nothing. It, it's just descriptions of rooms. And levels, and that's all there is. There's no like, how do you get in? If only the wizard staff can open doors to the outside, when does he leave the door open? Because he has a gatehouse with armed guards there. Is that enough? Or does he lock all his minions in his giant dungeon? Also, where do the surface exits come from? Those are unguarded. And anyone can walk in the surface entrances or exits. Uh, So in the Citadel itself, uh, like the first level has the stables, armed guards, and the staircase leading into dungeon level one and going up the other levels. The thing is, in that stairwell, there's an invisible stalker. Which is an invisible monster that just beats the shit out of you. He just pummels you to death. So uh, it, 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 yeah. that being said, is there any protection for the servants or the goblins or anybody who's living in there from the invisible stalker? <laughs> Only if they're accompanied by the wizard. So that means they're all victims. <laughs> they're either starving because Wait, actually, it's only up. by a wizard. He has apprentices. So okay. So the, I guess those count as wizards. But yeah, if you're a stable boy or you a guard, fuck, you're trapped on level one. If like. <laughs> Wasn't the accompanying art, at least in one edition of the Monsters Manual, for the Invisible Stalkers of the blank page? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was like second AD&D. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, I like that. We didn't have to pay anybody. <laughs> uh, second floor of the uh, Citadel itself is the feasting hall and the kitchen, and there's slaves there. There's a, let's see here, there's a cook. Uh, what's his name? George. George. Uh, let's see here. Uh, a dwarf named uh, Camsheth. Camshaft? Camshaft. Camshaft. <laughs> uh, sorry. K-A-M-S-H-E-T-H. Camshaft. Yeah. Camshaft? I think we're going with camshaft. I, I think cam- we're camshaft is easy. That is better. Uh, I'm not sure it is. He got out of the pen a few years ago and he needed to um, work, Apparently so. this guy also has like six or seven uh, apprentices. And all their rooms are in this, like, it's a pizza pie sort of divide. The Citadel is circular. And so it's this level. And so everyone, each of his apprentices gets a dorm room, the side that's the shape, kind of like a pizza pie, uh, pizza wow. piece uh, in dimensions. And they're all, like, living there. And they're, all of a sudden, they all have slightly different rooms. So one guy has two women in his room. Uh, and so, like, he's that guy in the dorm, basically. Oh, in evil wizard dorm, he's that guy. Um, and yeah, it's in, oh, and the stairwell's guarded by a clay golem that will just murder people who aren't accompanied by a wizard. So, uh, unaccompanied wizard. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Do, do, do. Actually, it's, uh, oh, or unless they chant the words Garfang Freeman. And it says the wizard this time. So maybe the apprentices don't count for this. So maybe they have to say Garfang Freeman. Yeah. Every single time they, they leave their dorm. Okay, so no, I, I no, I have to say it. Is Garfield Freeman like a relative of of, of Morgan Freeman? No. <laughs> you have to do an impersonation of Garfield. I like Freeman. also the Invisible Stalker doesn't have that command word on. Oh no, like, he's like just he's just away. like I'm gonna fight. He's just murdered like a dozen stable boys. Maybe like that's something that one of the job. apprentices came up with, and it just got out of hand. And the wizard hasn't been, you know. Uh, couldn't be bothered to do anything about it. And it's like, no, that's a natural consequence. You learn from that. 
Yep. Um, the next level has an alchemist who has a magic uh, pool that lets him, or crystal that lets him see random things in space and time, but only he can use it. And that's what he does most of the time. He's what? just so, he, stuff so he, can't, he can't direct it. It's just random. Yeah, and that's what it says. Uh, but nobody else can look at it. A magical pool of water that shows random events in space, time, and space. I. I can't believe they missed the opportunity to make a D100 chart for this, for this shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're right. <laughs> I mean, well, multiple tables. Like, yeah. Uh, roll for monster, roll for activity, roll for environment. You know, that. You know, yeah. A uh, dimensional shambler is buying pizza in the food court. Yeah. 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 Uh, then you have the, the wizard's chambers and his wizard throne room. And his wizard throne gives the evil wizard 50% more power in his spells when he's sitting on it. So that's his pad at the top of the citadel. But then we have the dungeon. Uh, level one of the dungeon is actually low-level stuff because it's uh, like literally hundreds of goblins. It's like every single room, goblins. What's this? In, what's in this room? More goblins. This one's name is Gakhag. Uh, this goblin is Gazuntite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. There's yeah, Sub Chief Gakhag, and this one has sixty four uh, goblins, and here are all their hit points. It's just rows of numbers uh, for hit points. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Captain Parag. He's a bugbear, and he's in this room. And there's just just there's an army with six goblins here, and there's this room with more goblins, and then there's more goblins, and there's more goblins. If you just read the sequence of the numbers with the names next to them as kind of a number station, only important chieftains get names. Most of them are just goblins. Uh, there are there are thirty two quarrelsome goblin young pinned here for miscellaneous offenses: lawful evil, AC nine, hit dice one, HTK one one four one four two three three. Yeah, one one. Gee, oh, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. Notes for personal project. Do a tiny, partial, one-paragraph, one-room rewrite for this, where I list the name of every goblin <laughs> with a hit point. And then at the end, say, but don't worry too much about names. I wouldn't get too attached. Yeah. <laughs> uh, goblin Chief Larkarg. Goblin King Varsarg the Third. Uh, oh, the third. Yeah, the third. He's successful. Yep. Oh, yeah, like we need their names. <laughs> We're yeah. just going to kill them for experience. Yeah, that's all this is. Is It's literally, this is like an old school video game. Like, you can see how the old school, like, you know, first person dungeon crawl games, I, you know, Eye of the Beholder and Wizardry and all these games got started because they were looking at D&D modules and they were all just go in this room and kill these creatures and go in the next room and kill these creatures. Then go in here and kill these creatures. And uh, go to this other room and wait for it. Yeah. You kill yeah. things. Uh, so, and oh, this room has carcasses and skeletal remains and some rats instead. Of I hunted them! <laughs> <laughs> uh, level two, it starts to get more varied because there's temples to evil gods. Uh, the war god Matu, and, uh, he has trolls protecting his thing, but he also, there's a keeper of the war god Matu, uh, M-A-T-U. I'm sorry, I'm just looking over, I just looked over your, like, where your thumb is. Is that... Is that a magazine photograph of a stag beetle? It's just, yeah, it's just a stag beetle for no reason. It, there's is, no there a sta- is there like a giant stag beetle down nope. there? Nope. There okay. is a riddle. Oh. Fuck, of course there is. There's a shitty riddle. <laughs> About stag beetles. What's great is like, oh, here's this riddle. will guide you to the potion of healing. 
fine. It's a trap. All right. <laughs> it's a potion of healing. The most, like, there's a whole quest to get a fucking healing potion. Jesus Christ. Uh, there's actually other more powerful magic items with that, but the, they don't mention that in the poem. <laughs> that there's actual worthwhile magic items. Anyways, uh, I thought that was pretty, pretty fun. Oh, wow. Um, a red herring riddle. Uh, there's another temple to the god of thieves who won't help you, but... He has a thirty. Per, he if you if you give him offerings, he might tell you about hidden treasure somewhere. But he has a seventy percent chance of lying to you. So, so uh, you just have to hope <laughs> that you either roll against uh, roll against probability and can tell he's lying. Yep, pretty much. Oh, wow. Uh, then there's a uh, champion warrior who just lives in this level, and he's just a badass champion warrior. Uh, there's the asylum with uh, random insane people that they feed refuse to, and. They're just crazy people that are violent. And uh, let's see here. Doo, doo, doo. Uh, there's a mimic that's pretending to be a chest. And Well, okay. Yeah. Not okay. like you do. That's yeah. pretty standard. Uh, then on level two, here's where the arena is, and then there's a little village in it, too, with a bar and a magic item shop. Uh, is that a knight chess piece? That, yeah. Oh, that's a minotaur. Oh, shit. Yeah. Minotaur oh. chess piece. Minotaur lizard. Chess piece. Is that a lizard or what? what? It's like coiled at the bottom. So, so it's oh, okay. a minotaur, lizard, snake. A, a, a lizard? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, words. Um, yeah, there's just stuff. I'm not even going to go into it. Uh, there's a big arena of death. There's a lot of captured monsters there. Uh, one thing I will mention there. Okay, so there is a tavern here. It just because so you so there's and this level also has an entrance to the surface. So you can just start on this level and walk in. Huh. Fight some monsters, then go to the tavern, and and the tavern's not going to be filled with monsters that want to kick your ass. You no, it's friends. filled with beautiful women, but who are armed with daggers and try to poison. They try to lure people away and then poison them. So, because uh-huh. thanks, uh, th- thanks, eighties. Yeah, that's like one because for thanking saying that women be crazy and not giving them any character, or anything we can work with. So. Yep. Uh, they 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 uh, serve the hungry warriors and tired travelers with aged wine and meats, uh, luring them to the stable. They steal their purses and leave them poisoned. Uh, so wow. yeah. Uh, and then there's a gaming parlor. Uh, there's six bouncers there, and you there's some you can you can play uh, arm wrestling or <laughs> cup and pee. And whoa 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 <laughs> cup and pee yeah well, no. cup and pee ho actually. P E A. No, I just wonder what is this game? Did I have no idea. Well, it's, it's, a, it's like guessing a shell game, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's just an unfortunate name. Okay. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, this is one of the wizard's favorites. So, you know, he has a 5% chance of being here watching Cup and Pee. <laughs> <laughs> when he's not taking Good old out. Cup and Pee. When he's not hunting. Drina <laughs> loves the Cup and Pee. It is uh, thrilling to watch others engage in it. Do you not agree, Tor Axbell? Like, I, I, I would, I, I am not going to king shame the wizard because I'm afraid of dying. He's <laughs> like, yes, of course, sir. It's very delightful. <laughs> like, like, shall I bring, shall I bring you another one? Scott? Oh, yeah, there, uh, yes. Um, uh, I forgot. Th- this is my favorite. There's a fucking dentist. <laughs> so we're gonna. Is it safe? <laughs> we're gonna run into goblins with the best. Dent- he's a troll. The dentist is a troll. Oh wow! And he's at, there's a waiting room and everything. Uh, it sounds like a lot of weird personal venting so going it, on in this it, book. Do they have a little fourth brawl? Fourth brawl? Fourth wall breaking moment of uh, there's like TSR magazines in the waiting room cave. 
No, they don't say anything about that. Remember, this is not put out by TSR. It's oh, put sorry, out by no. Judges Guild. Okay, sorry, Judges. Um, like, and like, hello, welcome to my office. Uh, if you have an appointment, please. Like, I do take walk-ins. Yes, uh, he, his secretary is a sixth-level fighter, apparently, with a <laughs> trident of submission. Uh, if she stabs you with it, uh, you have to make a save, or you'd be mind-controlled by her for like three d twelve turns. <laughs> This is getting weird. I guess personal, that's what they but. use instead of anesthetic. Floss! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um, oh, that song goes, brush your Yeah, teeth. there's there's a graveyard with a funeral procession and fighters who are attending the funeral and they're, they're going crazy and I, I'm not, it's just, that's... Definitely, uh, even though taking life is my profession, it makes me insane! Uh, the bottom three levels are all like these tombs where all the dead wizards are kept and there's a group of three mind flayers called the Keepers of the Dead that watch after the dead wizards, but they're not even dead wizards because like half of them are undead. Uh, and they're just kind of sitting in their tomb and they won't come out. So I don't know if that's like the a wizard equivalent of a nursing home where like, yeah, get out of the way, Dweenar! It's <laughs> It's Tolak Spell's time. And then Tolak Spell's shoved out of the way by Yamrag. Like, I, every I wizard's just like, oh, we need to get rid of the old no, wizard. No, I'm fascinated by these mind flayers. Like, yeah, so um, how are the wizards? Like, oh, you know. Well, they have an alliance. They maintain an alliance with the wizard in exchange for live victims. Oh, I so imagine, like, oh so their union has an agreement with them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I just, mind flayers 101. Says, like, says, you know, like, in the end, it is a mutually beneficial agreement. To, oh, yes, I highly agree that. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean. Wizard brains are quite delicious sometimes. No, they they don't eat the wizard brains. No, like, well, maybe occasionally we get a wizard brain. Wow, well, not nice. from not from one of probably them. a heroic adventure, yeah, a heroic. or an so apprentice like, who did do we something. Need to, like write our own. Oh yeah, or failed apprentices. Yeah. What, what if we just like write our own adventure where it's essentially an assisted living home for uh, oh liches? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> you, I actually ra- yeah, you're rating and yeah, you're rating that. Every wi- a high level wizard becomes immortal because none of them want to die, and there's just. We can't just destroy them forever, so we just shove them away in dungeons. Dungeons are nursing homes yes. for undead wizards. Okay. Uh, Please send your saint. <laughs> not all of them are witches in this dungeon, though. Yeah. The, uh, some of them are whites or specters. They have a very nice place to put your phylactery. Yeah, like, yeah so here at Next Step Phylactery, we take very good care of your uh, it's like senile Shady witch, groves. warlock, or wizard. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the, the liches are actually—I mean, the, the mind flayers are actually craftsmen too, because they do these tile works that come on the walls that commemorate the 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 actions of the dead wizard, or undead wizards. Uh, well, I mean, they don't specify who does the tile work, but who the fuck else is going to do it? Uh, the wizards won't even leave their tombs. No, uh, okay, my friends. I'm an artist. <laughs> <laughs> this is the tomb of Duina. It is also entered by pressing the face of the evil wizard. Inside, the wizard is turned into a mummy. You want attack all who enter, but will not leave the room in pursuit. He guards a stone for the summoning and control of earth elementals. Wow. I would be so fucking bored if I was stuck in a tomb with a, just one. From Tweemar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tweedar! Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, yes, Tweener. We know you used to rule the tower. Uh, that, that, yeah. How's like, it working like, out for like, Did I ever tell you the time I once ruled here? Like, only about six million times. Yeah, every single evil wizard has a tomb, and they're all described. Uh, wow. Some of them are actually too weak to actually become undead, so there's just tombs with some loot in them. Well, of course, you have to kill the mind flayers to get to that point. Kodermog uh, is the occupant of this tomb. His evil has called him to be turned into a white. Um, anyways. Uh, and then there's another, the bottom level where there's a demon. No, the, actually, this level four. Jesus fucking Christ. It's uh, more dead uh, things and treasure hordes and monsters. And there's a minotaur on this level. Uh, and then on level five, there's some ghosts and a demon and more treasure. 
the demon Golgagarth. Golgagarth. Oh my god, no. And Are there tiny blue people to chase? Uh, <laughs> I didn't even think of that until just yeah. Anyway, it's just hack and slash. There's no there's just go to this room, kill these things, go to the next room, kill these things, sell you shit at the magic item shop on level two. Uh go to the tavern, try not to get poisoned. Oh god, this dungeon even has a town hub. Yeah, it does have a town hub. That's what I was saying. Like oh my god. Um it's just the epitome of this. So whether it was Noah or Brian or whoever sent this, thank you. Uh, <laughs> it was I'm not team. sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. But I do love that evil wizard random activity. No, that's, that's amazing. I feel we should be uh, let's a, see. a party of wizards and randomly rolling what we're doing at the beginning of every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's have a political party okay, of so. a confederation. All right. So what's, let's start our number from here. Uh, six? Uh, inspecting. Inspecting. Okay, that's wait. So we're getting inspected by the union. Of well, wizards roll, no, he's okay. inspect. The wizards oh, uh, inspecting something. Okay, so what am I inspecting? Uh, I'm inspecting sixteen. Um, animals. Okay. <laughs> My rat to save. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. He's just or entertainment. Let's see. What, All right, what's he... All right, what was he entertained by? Uh, twelve. A prank. <laughs> He's pranking somebody. He's pranking someone. Yeah. Does, like, does, does, pull my finger. Does it say what the prank is? Or? Nope. God damn it. Uh, oh, he could be lounging. What, what, what's he doing? Oh, what's, lounging? what's he's lounging for? Uh, seven. Games. Hey! hey! And it came back to play. And it came back. So we should, note. Yeah, we should uh, end this so we could play a game. I'm sorry. It took so long. It's oh. okay. There's a lot to discuss on that. Quite. Right.